I thank you for being towers in the spirit, being faithful and consistent over years so that um, we could see the words that are in these scriptures come to life, that we could come into this great inheritance. Pastor Thompson Ahima, the midwife. You know, my parents, you know, I love my parents and I greet them if they're listening. Daddy Bear and Mommy Bear. They are like, um, they are like Hannah in the scripture or like Joseph's parents. Not because I'm special, but they understood their, amen? They brought me into the world and they did their best. And several times over my life, I've said I found something and I came back and they marked my card and they said, not yet, go ahead. <laughs> but when I, um, when they encountered Reverend Helen and Reverend K, Pastor Thompson, they said, this is it, our job is finished. Our job is finished. Follow them. And they relinquish, they relinquish that authority that they have over our lives. They said, follow these people. They will receive the reward. They will receive the reward. Because they understood their boast was not in procreation. Amen? They were given custody over souls for a season of time to the level of their grace. And when they found others, like John the Baptist, they say, hey, don't be my disciple again. Follow these ones. And they will receive the reward. Like Joseph, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, like Hannah, like the parents of Moses, you know, you will, you will come into hearing well done for not becoming too familiar with souls. And so also I try to model that, you know. I, you know, Pabasi and Pastor Mike are the pastors of my daughters. I tell them that, you know. Dr. Lamy looks after my son, Pastor Kay, and all the other pastors in London. I've asked Pastor Jeff and Pastor S.A. To, 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 to introduce their God to my children. Pastor Ceci Paul, I don't forget you when I visit you and living way. I told you, I just, in casual, I say, ah, these girls are not speaking in the spirit. And him and Pastor Conley, they took them aside. Pastor Conley even visited the home I was staying at in Nigeria with a bottle of grognut. And he ministered over my children. I will not forget these things. Amen? Because I've learned that procreation is an easy task. Not so. It's an easy task to spiritually birth. And that is the fatherhood that we are finding in the sent man to this generation, yes, Reverend K. Not so. Yes, He's birthing things spiritually. And Pastor Thompson, for a season, was sent. You know, some babies come forth quickly. Not so. The mothers here. Some babies come quickly. Some take a day and a half. They even introduce. I was one of those spiritual babies, Pastor Thompson. <laughs> Pastor Thompson had to labor for months in the UK to birth me and some of my brethren. I wouldn't call their names. I will just be an icon for them. <laughs> it was difficult to birth us into this spiritual life. But I thank God we have found the entrance. I have awoken to a new nature. Amen? I have awoken to a new person. I have awoken to a new person. Before I forget, let me greet my beautiful wife. I thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> Thanks, sir. Thanks for being here. Thanks for bringing me along with you. <laughs> you know, um, she was given an unfair, an unfair burden. She was clothed with natural beauty and a lot of intelligence. But she has made very light work in the spirit by her obedience to commandments. So her beauty in Christ has exceeded that, have overshadowed that, that you will see in the natural. And I thank God you have not 
You have caused your heart to be braided with the commandments of God. And I love you. I love you. You know, um, both, God and, both God and her have made promises to them. And I'm still growing to the height of those promises. Daily I fail, but I'm not giving up. Amen? Because I'm seeing that I'm changing. I'm seeing that I'm changing. So I'll grow to become the man. Just as God is waiting, just be patient with me, sweetheart. I will grow into that man. Amen? I, I, I love my pastors. Thank you all in the UK. They should have sent one of you. You would have been more beautiful in this room, represented better the doctrine that we have been hearing. But they have sent this small boy. I will try my best in this brief moment just to, just to avail myself and um, I'm trusting God to, to speak. The pastors in the Canada, I love you. I love you. From the first day I, I managed to listen to you on the stream, my heart was just knitted together with yours. And I said, Reverend K, these ones. It was a pity your pastor K showed me you were in a hotel room probably five, six years ago in a, in a, in a meeting. And I was like, how could the, you know, and Pastor Jeff, under your stewardship, as, as the other pastors have said, Pastor Tope, Pastor, Pastor Tayo yesterday, for the way you have aligned, you have allowed the grace to flow. You know, I know Reverend K has come here before, but we know, let me put it in the next way. I don't know, scripture don't give account that Abraham traveled to America, not so. He hasn't come to Canada, you know, but the authority of the faith in God that he came into an inheritance in still is powerful and at work today. Even if you send a man on the moon or on the mass, that faith takes that territory. Amen? So it's not where your natural foot has tread that gives you authority. Amen? You come into the op operation of laws, the laws of God, the things that cause God to give expression and, and where your feet tread, those things happen. So, um, even before Reverend K came here, I believe just by the alignment of your hearts, you have caused the operation of that that was in him to find expression inside of souls. And it's a testimony today. He's doing it through YouTube and Mixella, but he's still by the divine utterance being able to effect change in the hearts of men. So thank God for your yielding. Thanks for surrendering. Thanks for becoming invisible. I desire to emulate that. Amen. Reverend K, Scotland is yours. They haven't sent me. It's not my own. It's not my own. Scotland will come under the power of this word that we are hearing. Amen. Amen. Souls will align. Souls will come into great inheritance because we'll continue to die to self. And I, in some small way, I show many others better than me, but I've been able to visit many of the, the spiritual provinces, outposts of, of, of this word. You know, I've been to Austria. And Pastor Gabriel, I, you, you remind me of Pastor Goddy. Skidian said you remind me of Pastor Tosin Gabriel, which I think as well. But um, there's a pastor in, um, in Austria, Pastor Goddy. Beautiful soul. And Pastor Miracle. Wonderful. You know, I've heard about you guys in, 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 in Houston, in, in America and other places. And now I've seen you. And uh, Pastor K and Pastor Pax did not do justice. Amen. I will take it up with them when I go back. <laughs> so wherever I have gone, 
I have been fortunate to see the beauty of the expression of this gospel in the hearts of men. Don't doubt it. Don't be Thomas. Don't say unless you touch and you see and you put your finger inside of it, you will not call it blessed. This thing has made souls beautiful all over the earth. And it will continue to do. As men yield and humble themselves under the authority of the sent man. Under the authority of the sent man. Reverend K is the man given to this generation. I don't need to visit Bangkok or Peru or go to Alaska just to check doctrine. This that we are hearing is given to the earth. And for something in the mystery of God, I was talking to, we were talking to Pastor Jeff, Pastor Femi, Bukimi. Why have we found privilege to be so close to it? To be so close to a man sent in his day. It's like being wrong one of the 300 around Abraham. Do you understand? You don't just to be the one he sent to get a wife for Isaac. You're just grateful you're in that company of 300. Let your name be invisible. But let the mighty victory that took five kings. Let ah, You have been found faithful. In this field that God has given the set man. You are part of the rootstock. You know when I look at Pastor Emeka. Pastor Emeka, I greet you in Poland. Chief rootstock. You know, I, I love a bit of gardening. When you get the DNA right, everything you cut out of that rootstock. You know? You look at Pastor Thompson. You think, okay, he's only new and living way. Another church built it with the same power, same potency. You look at the system ministries, you know, governing church, on those stuff. The, this thing is beautiful. You find something that is more beautiful in the earth, bring it and show me. I doubt you would, but I will follow it. But I doubt you would. So like Ruth have said, and she wouldn't be above me. His God will be my God. Reverend Helen, your people will be my people. I will find my identity in this thing. Sorry, bear with me. But um, I thank God to be here with you. I thank God to be with here with you. I thank God for, for all we have heard yesterday, that odyssey. Pastor Tope took us to the beginning in Genesis 3, you know. Daddy took us to Ezekiel, we went to Jeremiah, we went back to Peter, you know. We went to Psalms 25. And in everything, in all that they shared, in the prayers that were led, we are hearing one consistent gospel. The Father was revealing himself. We saw the Son. I remember Pastor Thompson said something when we first met him, and I, I, I was like, ah, oh, I have good memory. I hope he knows that. So I was almost embarrassed with him. He said, we will not exist Christ. We will stay on Christ. Brethren, it's been 11 years. We haven't shifted. And the waters are sweet every day. And the waters expire my frail body every day. After six hours, I frail. <laughs> and it's still teaching, it's still going on. Amen? So we have not exhausted that which is inside of Christ. And we will not. And God is bringing us into the inheritance of the Father. And we will find great reward inside of it. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. So, um, do not just guard your hearts, but stir up your hearts, as Pastor Bukimi was saying. 
let those follow let those boulders let those things that don't give space to the expression of the word deal with them deal with them for some of us it's just i was scared i eat i ate the whole bowl of food yesterday and i was very afraid i said ah planting and jollof rice will not stop me <laughs> from hearing tonight i was scared i said this thing may make me sleep <laughs> you know sometimes it's just folly it's just gisting late into the night pastor just said last night please let us go to bed and rest well you know there are just subtle things that could just move you i was saying to pastor jeff when we finished you know they said two could be on the rooftop and one is taken one isn't yeah two could be trashing but let's bring it here Two could be on the mixing board. Huh? Two could go to the swimming pool early in the morning because they pay for, swim- they pay for the hotel, so you feel you have rights. I'm not saying you can't go to the swimming pool. Though. But you can, you can enjoy a pleasure. You can enjoy a pleasure and miss an inheritance. And you would not even know. You will boast that your skin feels smooth. You will be like Esau. Not so. This pot of lentil, I'm nourished. What good is this birthright to me anyhow? I will not join you. I want birthright to. Call me conniving if you need. I'll take my licks. <laughs> like Jacob. I want birthright. I want this nature. Amen? So I'm going to apply myself to the hearing of these things. So that I will come into the inheritance of them. Amen? God is going to help us. Amen. So I greet everyone gathered. It's good seeing you again from January 2020. I see a lot. January 2020, I was here, no? I see, yeah, I see a lot of familiar faces. I thank all the ladies who, and the gents who have been serving us. Brian have been doing a fabulous job under Auntie Abiola. I'm sorry for him. Well done. <laughs> Auntie Abby, thank you for your, for your generosity. Auntie Bim. Been there for the many years that you have served, Reverend, and all of us. Thank you very much. Thank you all. I don't call, can't remember everybody's name. I don't want to go into numbering everybody's name, but thank you all for loving us. Thank you for receiving us as angels. Amen. Um, though we are nothing compared to our parents, you have treated us with such kindness and tenderness, and God will reward you. Amen. And it shows me that God is no respecter of person. It shows me that that 1 Corinthians 12 come to, come to life. The commonly parts, myself, not Sister Kedia, the commonly parts, he is bestowing great honor. So I thank God. Amen? Amen. Um, so let's just pray and um, let's just spend some time in God's word. Um, Father, we thank you again today for you are, you are more than enough. We have asked you, O oh God, and you did not give us stone. You did not give us a scorpion or a serpent. You have given us your life, yourself. You are breaking yourself in meals. And in this brief moment, oh God, I just want to just recap some of the things that I've heard and give space, oh God, to our parents and our pastors to continue, oh God, to declare your doctrine so that we could come into life. It can empower our life. And our life can empower the doctrine. We want to live by the power of those things that you are declaring. Help us, God. Help me. Help me. Still, every and even anointing that will give sight of myself. I only, oh God, want in this moment 
to reveal a bit of that nature and to speak those things that you are saying. So I yearly come under, I come under, I come under, I come under so you may thunder. I come under God so you may thunder. Exalt yourself. Feed your children. May I be numbered among them. We praise your name. Let's just go back to, was it First John? The scripture that is almost coming there. Let's go back to First John 3. Oh. oh, let's go second. Let's go second, John. One. The elder unto the elect lady and her children, whom I love in the truth, and not I only, but also all they that have known the truth, for the truth's sake which dwelleth in us and shall be with us forever. Grace be with you, mercy and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. I rejoice greatly that I have found of thy children walking in the truth, as we have received a commandment from the Father, and now I beseech thee, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment unto thee, but that which we had from the beginning that we love one another. And this is love, that we walk after his commandments. This is the commandment, that as ye have heard from the beginning, ye shall walk in it. For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Look to yourselves, that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ, hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father, and whom? And the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house. Need have bid him, good God, for he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. How many things, having many things to write unto you, I will not write them with paper and ink, but I trust to come unto you and speak face to face that our joy may be full. The children of thy elect sister greet thee. Amen. 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 Um, Pastor Jeff, on the I think it was on the sixteenth, you were talking about joy in the prayer meeting, also. And I think I don't know who it was. Somebody said, "What well, joy is the fuel of the? It's the fuel of the uh, of light, and it's the solvent of the spirit." Someone was over your shoulder on that side. I can't remember who it is. Um, and um, you were talking about about um, the spirit being the animation of light. Amen? The spirit being what? The animation of light. And Baba Hagen in the book Love the Way to Victory was talking about um, 
when we read Galatians and we hear about the fruit of the Spirit, he's talking about that, our Spirit, not the Holy Spirit. Amen? That what, what is produced there, the life that comes there, is, is you know, Pastor Topic preaches a wonderful message on Second Peter 1. Is it Second Peter or 1 Peter 1? When he talks about salvation, salvation of the soul. Amen. I remember hearing that many years ago. It just, I, I was like, what's this soul, soul thing these EGFM people talking about? <laughs> Why are they splitting hairs? And then Pastor Tope did a charge. And I was ah, there are levels though. <laughs> Amen. So this soul of ours, its destiny is to become spiritual. Amen. Not to be fleshly. Its destiny is to become spiritual. So we are, dis- we are to become like God. We are to be dispensers of light. Amen? We are to animate light. We are to express light. And Paul in Galatians called that fruit. You know? So they're, they're, when, when, it, when, when you are not spiritual, you, you display levels of fleshly carnal nature. Amen? But when you're spiritual... There are some things that you display. Amen? And it says you are citizens of the Spirit, walk in the Spirit, live in the Spirit. Amen? And this gospel of the Father and the Son is seeking to bring us into their life. They want to give us it as an inheritance. Amen? As I said, Pastor Thompson did a midwifery on us over some years, 2012, 13, 15, to cause our consciousness to stop wanting food through the umbilical cord and starting to want to nurse on natural milk, milk of the spirit. Amen? But there are seasons when they came back and they had to flog us. By this time, I expect you not to be carnal. <laughs> you know? <laughs> By this time, I expect you to move on from the elementary doctrine of Christ. Amen? And come into higher things. And that's where we are coming into now. And these things, while we are seated here, is they, are want, they want to bring us into a greater inheritance of their life, of their things. So they are designed to reveal the life of the Son, but also the life of the Father. Amen? Let's just, let's just look at that in a... Um, let's go to... Pastor Tope did a... Not a Tayo, did a he talked about our idols, and Pastor Bumi, you were praying about it this morning. Those, what makes us flesh is those idols that we saw in First Thessalonians or that we saw in Genesis. Amen? When, when, when Jacob was leaving to go back, him and his family, and he had to take the idols from them. Not so. I think that's Genesis 26. I don't know if anybody could. And he had to bury them under the oak tree. Are we able to go there? We all have idols. Whether you live in the dispensation of grace or you are in the dispensation of even those patriarchs. They are idols. They are things that our hearts look to and find their, 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 their sustenance or their, their identity in. Amen? Amen? Even one of the daughters, she buried, she buried it in the sack. Not so. <laughs> they are things that we carry over. And one of the great mysteries that I have found in, this, in these waters... Ask me what it is. I've only lived 48 years. Okay? And I've said this only 48. And I've said this many times before. I mean no offense to you. 
Please. I'm begging before. Hear me to the end. Where you, the land of your birth, or where you trace your grandparents from. You know some of you were born here, but they asked you, you said you're from Ondo. Still, you, <laughs> you, you, you give your genealogy. You grew up in Lagos, your grandmother grew up in Lagos, but you are from Calabar State or whatever. So, but that natural land have been a buzzword around the earth for many years. For wantonness and people who seeks pleasure and greed. You are the Americans of the earth, so to speak. But in these waters, I found Nigerians in Canada, Austria, Nigeria, <laughs> America, UK, wherever I find them. And they have grown beyond that identity. They have made mockery of the enemy. They have made mockery of the enemy. These waters have caused a different nature. To be expressed in the hearts of men. Amen? Amen. When, I, when I think about you, the people to whom I've joined myself, I think about... You know, Romans, that it says for a season, the Jews, they have gone past the Jews, and the Gentiles is going to reflect this thing. And for the, a season, there are many times I wish I could help Reverend K when I just started. If you just get some different color faces sitting in the crowd, more people will come and listen to this thing. I never, I never took courage to ask him directly, because I know he has no interest. <laughs> Do you understand? Yes, sir. But it's like for a season... In the goodness of God, he's allowing this gospel to be beautified in the hearts of people who, when you hear where they're from, you will think they are only about education because they're Yoruba or commerce because they're Igbo or <laughs> whatever. You call whatever tribe from, you know. But you guys have come into this water and those aspirations of your generations have been made, have been yoked and held in check. And what has been expressed through you is the beauty of the gospel of Christ. So anybody that deny, when I read that scripture, I think about yourselves, that Jesus is coming the flesh. Anybody that deny that Christ could find an expression in any creed or race that you say can't express the glory of God. Think again. Amen? Amen. There are many people, uh, there are Peters in the, there are Peter in the spirit. You know, they call things unclean until God has to show them no. Amen? Amen. I'm not giving anybody authority to go and fly to New Zealand to... <laughs> To bring EGFM doctrine to New Zealand and say, well, okay, I've gotten permission. I need to be Christopher Columbus. No. What I'm just saying is that wherever this doctrine meets you, it has the power to change nature. And you need to see yourselves in the words of these scriptures that Jesus Christ is coming the flesh. Amen? The inheritance of the saints is coming to us. Let's look at what he says in Ephesians 1.
I'll read from verse verse 7. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he had abounded towards us all in wisdom and prudence, having made unto, known unto us, what? The mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together, what? In one. All things were in Christ, both which were, are in heaven and are in the earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh what? All things after the counsel of his will, that we should be what? The praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ Jesus. Now, when I started to hear a lot of these things, Pastor Pax often says it um, in the UK. I do not understand, but I know something is here. Most of us, all we did was what? Believe. Yes. Now, some of us, if one person meet you and give you the gospel, and you never see a Christian before, you may not have confidence to believe. It's probably you saw the church or you saw the crusade. You saw that you weren't going to be alone. Amen. So you took courage to believe because you had some people you could stand up among. But they still required a level of believing. I know some of the things that we are hearing now. We didn't even expire everlasting life. I don't properly understand it myself. I speak no lie. But there is a level of believing and aligning my heart with so that I come into the inheritance of it. I don't know who I'm speaking to here. There may be things being said here about the father and the son. It seems just excessive, just esoteric. Please, the same confidence. Without seeing our Lord, you believed. Believe as well on this thing. And you will find great inheritance. Let's go to Peter, sorry. Thank you, Lord. Revelation, God, um, Reverend K was talking about fruit and nature yesterday, but just before we go to that, I just want to emphasize that believing. Amen? Amen. Hmm. Hmm. Let's go to 1 Peter 1 verse 6. We'll go back to the top. Let's read from there. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifest, manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than gold, that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto the praise and honor 
and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, ye love. In whom though you now see him, what? Not. Ye yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and glory. Receiving the what? The end of your faith. Even the salvation of your souls. So this souls that we, I said at the beginning, Baba Hagen spoke about it, uh, not in small measures, but Reverend K brought it out, that this soul, is, 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 it needs to come into an inheritance. Its destiny is to become spiritual. Amen? It needs to come into a full salvation. These doctrines, these things that we are hearing, they bring us into that inheritance. But you can't, somebody said it just, you can't come into here with your academic mind. You can't say, I'm giving two hours, and if I don't understand it, then it's not line upon line, precept upon precept. You don't have, there are people who walk with our Lord and still do not understand some of these things. They had to send Paul. They stood right next to Natia, as, as the, the Reverend said yesterday. They were given custody of this life. Paul had to go and submit to them. But still, there are mysteries that they could not even see. Amen? Amen. There are things they could not understand. So when you sit in environments like this, and the word of God is being declared, you've got to somehow, you've got to see the idols. What's that thing you, you say you pass in Nigeria? Essay, something with essay something. Essay. What's the exam? Waiko, yeah. SSE, yeah. Because you have a high score in what SSE, or you went to Unilag, or whatever the case is, does not give you credentials. That is not the gateway to gaining understanding of these things that we are hearing. Amen? Amen. So there's a level of believing that is still required even today. Even after you think you understand the mystery of Christ and you're ready to share it with your classmates, you want to shine. There is still the same technology in the spirit to come into the inheritance. Amen? Amen. So you may have seen Christ, but the Father is now being revealed. And in fact, you see Christ, there's Jesus the Christ. There's Jesus the Christ, there's Christ Jesus, you understand? There's Jesus who came into the Son of God. There are levels. If you don't believe there are levels, just listen to these messages for a little while. Sometimes Reverend says something and it bears resonance with me. I say, wow, I was thinking that last night. And then I listen to Pastor Tope, just give a charge, or Pastor Leke, let's lead a prayer. And I realize that I didn't get anything. Because they're in my front room in, in, in the London and I'm ooing and ahhing. I think I understand. <laughs> Until they show me all the mezzanine levels of the spirit. And there are many. There are many. If they just give them microphone. Have you ever heard Pastor Mike explain something? Kai. <laughs> you are shame. <laughs> you know, so there are, there are, there are levels. Amen. 
So the understanding that comes has to, is, is accessed by believing and standing in a position of faith on those things that God are declaring. And we will all get there. Amen? Because he's making us a peculiar people. But in that peculiar people, there are kings, <laughs> there are priests, there are people coming into all different levels of nature. You understand? There are princes. But we all could find access into that people that God is carving out for himself. But we have got to yield. And I want to build on something Pastor Bukimi said. He talked about that, that soil. You see, there is a land of our hearts that God wants to possess. There's a land of our what? Our hearts that God wants to possess. Just as there are heavens, there are different degrees in soul states. Now, a lot of people who stand on Baba Hagen's milk of the word and claim inheritance in this life, either for visa or for job or for house. You know, so, you know I speak as a guy. I take liberty and also talk probably for women. Bear with me, mothers. But you know a guy, you, you have a car in your name or you have a, a, a mortgage deed in your name. You have done well. <laughs> Ladies, the fruit of the womb comes through you. You have done well. Not so. There's a level of, it makes you feel like you have done something. It makes you feel you have done something. But, Our fathers, you know, Reverend K or somebody was saying, they looked, I think Pastor Tayo, they looked for a land, a city whose builder and maker was God. Yes. The excitement with Ishmael and Isaac waned. He had other children, oh. but he had stopped counting his children or seeing them as significant. They were now looking for spiritual children, seed that will bear the name of that nature. That was promised them. So when you go to Deuteronomy 32 or Deuteronomy 3 and you pity Moses that because he didn't hallow God's name at the waters of Meribah, you think, ah, he can't go into the land, but they showed him it. Don't think about a natural land. He was old then. I don't believe his eyes was that strong to see all those places that was numbered just after. He didn't have binoculars or telescope. Do you understand? But in Jude 1.9, we see Michael contending for his body. Yes. So the same Moses you pity. We see him in Mark, is it Mark 9? On the Mount of Transfiguration. Talking to our Lord with Elias. Yes. Haven't started. Mm. Your soul has just come into a small measure of believing. They haven't sent angels to pick up your grandfather's body. <laughs> when Reverend K is ministering and they say, I see Michael, they don't call your pastor from the village. Do they call his name? So sometimes we pity people in scripture and we think they, they haven't traveled distance. But those guys have seen things. So the, the things they desire to look into is not the things that you think. These prophets of old. They have seen things. Though. 
So the land, because it's very interesting, was it in um, Genesis 12? When they made, they said they're going to do something with, 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 with Abraham. But then when you go to Genesis 13, and Lot separated, they say, lift up your eyes on the place from where you stand. And he looked in the direction where Lot went. Look to the east, look to the west, look to the north, look to the south. All this land I will give you. This land is not a natural land. He did not see Canada. Did he see Ottawa when he was looking there? Did they number Ottawa there? But this land is still coming under that possession. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. They saw our day. David and those guys, they saw our day and they rejoiced. So, you may physically be here, but the land you have been called to take dominion of is not Ottawa. Don't fool yourself. It's not Winnipeg. If you're in Nigeria, don't desire to take New York or where, where, where you guys haven't been yet yet. Don't want to go to Oklahoma. It is not natural land. The land your pastors have brought the expression of this word of righteousness to is not measured in longitude and latitude. It's measured in the aspiration of souls of men. There are people in Nigeria right now that are more Canadian than you. They have seen their house. Yes. They have probably visited many more so. developments on Google Maps than you. So. And you are right here. As I see this boy run, I remember I was probably about I was probably about six. And I remember um, mommy and daddy told us we, we, we're going to get um, our new passport. For some reason, the law changed back then, the country I was from. So they started to give American visas. We could have fly easily before. So we were going for new passports and to get visas. I remember the person asked me if I want to sign my name. And as a six-year-old, I was so excited. I signed my, my name with this new passport. That's rubbish. That's scribbles. <laughs> but I wasn't even going to America that year. It's just something that came out and it was just good to have should you want to travel. You never know when you're going to travel. But I remember going back to my village and I felt 10 feet tall. All these other boys were eating mangoes, but I eating my mango and I know I have, a, I have a passport with my name. And it has an American visa stamp. I'm 48 now. Yeah? That's 42 years ago. I probably didn't even go to America my first time until I was probably 17. I had no interest in it. You know, my parents went and came, but I just, I prefer to play in the village and eat mango than go. But that document that sat in that drawer gave me a level of authority that I felt I had more privilege than everybody else in that village. I remember when I was about 13, the Canadian visa came out. We went and got that as well. And every three or four years, we will just get the visa. And I will not even go. The first time I came to Canada is when I came and visited you guys in 2020. But I've had the visa for years. I also remember, Kadian, when we got the American passport. Not American, the British passport. 
Ah, the visa wasn't the thing again. Visas had to submit. <laughs> visas had to what? Visas had to submit to the red passport. But those things are just authorities in the flesh. There's authority you could come into in the spirit. There's a land in the spirit that you could find access to. Your soul could find access to. By being fathered by the spirit, by the son and by the father. Then you could come into their heavens. You could come into what? Their heavens. You could speak like Jesus or Lord. That where I am, I hope you to be. You know, Erwin Reverend K talks, sometimes he says some things and he says, ah, I've been wanting to share this for 20 years. You think, ah, <laughs> 20 years. He's been fellowshipping with this thing since 1987. And we are now hearing. And I still don't even understand everything he said. But God is going to grant us increasing mercy. As a global company of saints. That they will find right of access to give us passports in the spirit. And not like me. They don't snap your face and ask you to scribble your name. You just have to believe. You have to do what? You have to believe. And you will find access to spiritual terrain. You'll be elevated. Like Abraham in Genesis 23. You'll be elevated like Moses in Deuteronomy 32, I think it is. You'll be elevated like Jacob. On the way back, he visited Bethel again. And that technology he saw with heaven touching it. He was able to see that there was an inheritance. And he came into a different name. He wanted a different possession. He didn't want to just boast about the multiplication of speckled animals. You understand? If that was some of us, we'd have boast about that alone. Not so. You're going back to visit your family in the village. And God has multiplied your substance in this Canada. You go back with gifts. You ship containers. You know? But there is something that can encounter you back to your village or back to wherever you're going to. It's to come into the inheritance of this fathering of the son and of the father. Amen? Amen. There's a land in our souls that God wants to bring us into. He wants to make the places that are desolate, he wants to make them fruitful again. He wants to bring the remnant that are scattered around the earth in hope. He wants to bring them back into a great inheritance. Let's go to um, this prophet in the days of Josiah, Zephaniah. Let's pull up Zephaniah. Zephaniah 1, let's go... Um, the last verse of that chapter 1, verse 18. <laughs> what it says here, Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath. But the whole land shall be devoured by the fire of his jealousy. For he shall make even a speedy riddance of all them that dwell in the land. You know, last night, you know that tongue that came by Pastor Atosin, the Messiah. 
You know, even you know, back in the day when the Jews wanted Messiah. Also, Jews wanted Messiah. Samarian in John 4 were boasting. We, you know, we were given this well by Father Jacob. Jesus say, look, <laughs> salvation is of the Jews. But even further, neither in this mountain or in Jerusalem. <laughs> Unless we come to worship God in spirit and in truth. That's the true location. Amen? So even though that you have come into revelation of Jesus Christ, Jesus as the Christ, you could find yourself like the Samaritan woman, arguing doctrine at a low level when they want to reveal the life of the Father and of the Son. You understand? You could be pontificating about Jesus the Christ, faith of the Son, and not want to move to the next level inside of God. God is bringing us into an adoption, into higher levels. Let's, let's go back into Zephaniah. I think chapter 2, somewhere around verse 3. Seek ye the Lord, all who? All you meek of the earth, which have wrought his judgments, seek righteousness, seek meekness, it may be ye shall be hid in the day of the Lord's anger. The law is making mockery. COVID did that recently, not so. Made mockery of the confidence of the suit. Everybody went and hide. Tell me a nation. Tell me a, a, a system that did not cower and quake in their caves. Amen? But there's a, in the same day of these things shaking the earth, I tell you, that two years was probably the best two years of my 48 years life. The ability to sit and to feast while people were quaking. I saw the operation. You know, you used, I used to envy Moses and those boys. Those guys had drama in their day. They splash a little lamb's blood on their doorpost. An angel visiting the firstborn of everything else and killing them and they are living. Yeah. Eating showbread and eating. But didn't we enjoy that? Yeah. Moses will be talking to us and say, wow, I thought we had something when we were leaving Egypt. You guys had prayer. Prayer meeting. For three months. Six months. Consistently. Just hearing the word of God. And while people are cowering, we will be coming fat. We were rejoicing. We were feasting on the things of heaven. God has been good to us. There are generations to come. Don't think people in camp meetings have an advantage over you. This thing that we are hearing now, if time tarries, there will be generations to come that will hear about our day. And will say, you are blessed. They will say you have found mercy like Mary in the day when angels visited men and took a natural womb and find expression through it. That's what God is doing through our sent man, Reverend K. I know his songs kind of like, no, we are blessed. He is blessed just as Mary. The womb of his soul is producing life. The womb of his soul is producing life. 
just as in the day. And you know what? I, I sometimes I pity when I come in the flesh. When I come in the flesh, when I pity him, I, I, I say it again. Some of us, we are young to him. I'm not that young to him, but look at yourselves. Do you understand where I'm from? He's speaking to a generation. And the expression of this thing, I mean, they're the pastor makers, the, you know, Reverend Busuis and stuff. But generally, he's speaking to people who have such an age divide. But I never see on his face a sense of, ah, if they are trusting me with this, with that, until I have to wait for Bukumi Olivia to grow up, or, <laughs> <laughs> or Pastor Fumi's sons to come and to receive this thing. Jeff, do you think I could wait 30 years? <laughs> I may not wait. But God found him faithful. God found him faithful. And you, you know, you could come foolishly and measure his life. Oh, he used to drive a Peugeot. No, he drives a Jeep. Or he used to rent his house. No, he owns the house. You could listen through testimonies and you could, you could try to plot the chronology of their life through natural substance. You are still blind. They have not been ashamed of this doctrine that God has delivered to them. Remember sometime he told me, he said, Hans, thanks for not being ashamed of me. Ah, that was a hard blow. Jeff. Because I sure I was ashamed. I remember a time he said, ah, Hans, you're very meek. I was ashamed. I was not meek. They had to cleanse me from all my idols. And they are still cleansing me. But I've grown to know that any day I have any shame in the doctrine that is in him or the life that he lives or in anything that is him, I'm also ashamed of my God. I know my my scorecard. If I deny in any moment the power that is at work inside of him, I have denied God. That is, that is how it is with me right now. That is where my heart is. I am not going to see God more in David and Moses. And in my day, he has sent a man called Kayode Oyogeku. Why? Why? Because they are buried in the scripture. In the days before Moses started right, people had to believe, not so. Yes, sir. The sons of God. Even in the day when they just had parchments, others had to believe. Why would we not believe these things that we are hearing? Why does Paul's letters have to be canonized before you could believe the gospel that he declares? No. No. We have to believe. So we find access. Amen the land of your heart could come into an inheritance by standing in a confidence in those things that you're hearing. Don't see a man. Ask God for mercy to see him in these things that we are hearing. So when Pastor um, Tosin, as I said, brought that tongue and Pastor Toffe interpreted it. Some of this reminds me of Revelation 18. But let's, let's go to verse 8 of chapter 3. 
Shebron Tanaisa. Therefore, wait ye upon me, saith the Lord, until the day I rise up to the prey. For my determination is to gather the nations that I may assemble the kingdoms to pour upon them my indignation, even all my fierce anger, for all the earth shall be devoured with the fire of my jealousy. Our God is a jealous God. Let's go forward. Verse 9. For then will I turn to the people a what? A pure language. That they may all call upon the name of the Lord to serve him with one consent. Let's go on. From beyond the rivers Ethiopia, my suppliants, even the daughter of my dispersed shall bring mine offering. Go forward. In that day, thou shalt not be ashamed of all thy doings, wherein thou hast transgressed against me, for then I will take away out of the midst of thee them that rejoice in thy pride. Thou shalt no more be haughty because of my holy mountain. Let's go on. I will also leave in the midst of thee an afflicted and poor people. And what they shall do? <laughs> Bring to mind Psalms 93, not so. You know what David said? Why did the heathen rage and they imagine vain things? And you know, he went into the house of God and he saw something else. So this poverty here is this gospel, this, this is what makes you poor. People are looking at you and think you are poor. Because you are an ambitionless. Haven't you heard people charge? You have no ambition. You understand? When I look at some of the pastors who have done well at Unilag or the various universities, and all they're doing now is leading prayer. They are classmates of them who are advancing within that economy of Nigeria and are probably pitying them. If I had the brains you had, if I had the paper that you had, I would have done even better for myself. But some of these guys, after all of that, they have made themselves poor in ambition for this. Let's go to verse 13. The remnant of Israel shall not do iniquity, nor speak lies, neither shall a deceitful tongue be found in their mouth, for they shall feed and lie down and none shall make them afraid. Sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all the heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord hath taken away thy judgments. He hath cast out thy enemy. The king of Israel, even the Lord in the midst of thee, thou shalt see evil, thou shalt not see evil anymore. In that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear thou not unto Zion, let not thy hands be slack. The Lord thy God is in the midst of thee. He will save, he will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in love, he will joy over thee with singing. I will gather them that are sorrowful for the solemn assembly who are of thee, to whom the reproach of it was a burden. You know, Pastor Tom um, Tayo was sharing yesterday, and even Reverend K. And I was just understanding, you know, they said that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And you describe it as there's a book, there's a book of flesh 
that men, you know, Satan brought people down to follow that book of flesh. Where we were to follow the book of the spirit. Amen. This flesh was to, this soul was to grow into spirit. But it is the mercy of God that they didn't take of that tree of life because they will be sealed. So God has made that part. Reverend K talked about it last night, flaming swords. They have helped us so that until this day, that we could now be coming into a greater level of fellowship with their things. You can imagine if our souls were sealed. Imagine if it were sealed and we couldn't access these things. You see, it's mercy that God has allotted to the Jews. The good olive branch, he has cut them off until the Gentiles come into this thing because there's something need to be revealed. Imagine if they call all their inheritance, that which Moses came into, those territories which David took. Imagine that is the land of their soul. That is all their soul can aspire for. The place where people are going and visit and docking in the Jordan River. Not so. I haven't gone there. But nobody has shown me any pity. That it looks better than even just that you all talk about. Every time I talk to a Nigerian and they talk about just, I think about a very fruitful. <laughs> I don't know what it is like now. Do you understand? But when you see natural Israel, there is nothing there that they show me on the TV that looks like fertility. So God had to be about something more. Even Yellowstone Park in, in, in America or <laughs> some of your mountains here look more glorious in, in just imagery than the natural land they show me called Israel and Jordan. So it cannot be that. Abraham and they could not be lost in just for that. So they say they sought a kingdom whose builder and maker was God. And God is now unveiling the father and his son. We are now seeing that we have found great mercy. Amen? So Zephaniah in, in Josiah's day was declaring something to these people so that they could understand that a time had visited them where God is going to gather them as a remnant and bring them into great inheritance. And these are the things that the sent man over our generation is painting so that our souls could find mercy and strength to desire. So when we listen in it, please I beg you, don't listen and hope that you can explain the revelation. If you are minstrel here, don't hope you could write words to it better than Pastor Landry. You are one of the prayer pillars. Brother John, Abby, all of you. Oh, great prayers for this meeting. Don't desire to articulate it better than Pastor Lecky. My brother Fee, you know I will come for you. And those guitar. Lift the gaze of your soul beyond the anointing that is declaring this life and see the nature that is behind this life. As Pastor Top, um, Tayo said, see Christ, our Lord, in Philippians that considered other things. Amen? Jesus considered our estate 
And he brought us into the estate of the Father. Be mindful of each other's things. See Reverend K and see the life that is behind the mystery. You don't have favor or mercy like some of us have found to sometimes be in his presence. You know, Pastor Jeff, I know, I say this, Lord, he have confessed it before, this guma. <laughs> he, has an oath, he has something with this guma. Guma wrestles Reverend K. Every time Reverend K passes through, somehow London grabs them. Even Reverend said it last night, so I'm not speaking out at it. This London brethren seem to this. But even if you don't have mercy like that, they have placed among you teaching priests. Pastor Jeff is a blessing and the pastors are around. Me with my 48 years, and I say 48 years just because I know that is what you see, the gray, <laughs> and the, the, the statue. I log into your life meetings on a Wednesday and a Saturday because he's a step-down transformer for me for the doctrine that Reverend K is preaching. Do not be ashamed. I tell you, I've learned from a mighty one called Daddy Lamikara. There is nobody he will not receive from. He humbles, he has become a child in his heart. By age, by academia, by knowledge, by gender, <laughs> by everything, so that he can receive this life. And this is what we have opportunity to do. Sorry for taking your time, but there's three and a half days to go. I don't want anybody to miss their reward. The earnest deposit of our inheritance. Amen? Amen. The life that is in the Father and the Son that is being broken down in meals. The understanding that is being earthed. That is what they are giving us. Amen? Amen. So we're going to end there. I'm going to end there and give some time for mommy just to come and practicalize this for us. Amen? Amen? But let's just pray. Father God, I'm asking that this, these, these prophecies of Zephaniah, they will be amplified in our day. This is the day of you, O God. This is the day of our Lord. Father, you're visiting the earth through your servant. You have caused these, the pastors in, 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 in Canada here, O God, to pick in your spirit the desire to reveal the father and his son. Father God, and you have given by authority your sent man and those to whom, O oh God, gather around him, ability to break and shed light on this, your truth, and to cause you to be visible to the hearts of men so that we can desire you. Father, we come before you weak, we come before your God broken. We come before your God and realize that there are idols of haughtiness that lay in our midst. We feel that we have privilege. We feel, oh Lord God, because we have tasted already of this thing, that we are entitled to it. Father, we ask you for help. That having journeyed this far, we will not be cut off from the land of the living. Yeah. Father God, help us, O oh God, to understand, O oh God, what it is to cause the land of our heart 
to truly be possessed by you, our Lord God. Let us look beyond the earth. Let us look beyond our years. Let us look beyond this heaven and this earth, O Lord God, and desire the citizenship of the world to come. Father, I do not want to be in that earth, O God, and in that world, in that heaven, and be naked. I do not want to be without the garments, O God, that allow my shame to be covered. So cover me with your glory. Cover me with the glory from the beginning. Even while I do not understand what Jesus spoke about, may I come into fellowship and be a beneficiary of that glory that is yours. Father, I ask you, Lord God, over these days, while we eat and we feast, while we sit and we listen, while we worship and exalt your name, that none will fall, O oh God, outside of the pleasant line that have fell for us. Your lines have fell in pleasant places. You have brought us, O oh God, into this solemn assembly so that we could hear your voice today. Empower my faith. Empower my faith. Give, oh God, grace. Let us, oh God, quiet the thoughts. As Pastor Tayo said, oh God, sometimes we, we come into the, this parts of the world and thoughts will visit our minds. But, oh God, we bring them under. We bring them under. We have no advantage except that which we will gain through your speaking. Let everything, O oh God, that defined me before I came to this juncture of your speaking, let it be count as naught for the surpassing glory of that which you added. Father God, help me to journey. Help me to sojourn. Help me, O oh God, to sojourn and to desire everything that you are speaking and thing that we are hearing. May I come, O oh God, into this inheritance. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, my King. Bless your name. Bless your name. Bless your name. Amen. We'll all grow together, no? Yeah, we'll all grow together. We'll all grow together. It is not how solemn we put our face. You know, sometimes I make my face like... It is not by the face. Amen? I don't want you to not say amen or not say ooh or ah because I said, you know, even though there are levels. Enjoy your God. Enjoy your God. Amen? But we're in the day of the Lord. We're in a season where God has visited man. Visited man. There are people that don't know this is going on. I don't mean in Canada, you know. I mean in this hotel, two floors up, even one floor up. They don't even know mercy has visited the earth. But God is helping us. God has sent a man. You know, Pastor Jeff, sometimes I, I laugh. I think if somebody asks you what God parents you want, you want like the wise men, not so. That bring frankincense and more, not so. Or you want somebody raw like a shepherd who bring prophecy and say angels stole them. But I love Simeon and Anna. Even while angels were rejoicing, even while wise men were traveling, they were waiting in the house of God. 
and they saw the consolation of all those things they prayed for. Let us wait, people. Let us wait and believe. These things are the riches of heaven being given to us. Amen? And they are given in our day. We thank you, God. Bless your name. Amen.